0: From the American School Counselor Association, this is I Hear You Say, a podcast for school counselors and other leaders in education. I'm Jen Walsh, Director of Education and Training here at ASCA. ASCA's annual conference, taking place in Austin, Texas, July 9th through 12th, 2022, will feature a dynamic lineup of keynote speakers, one of which is Saul Paul, who joins us today. Saul Paul is a Grammy-nominated musician with a message. He has presented three TEDx talks, performed at the Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, and been featured on America's Got Talent. His life story of transitioning from tragedy to triumph has been told on screen via the documentary Tower to Tower, as well as via his memoir, Be the Change. Saul Paul currently serves as the Make It Movement's first official ambassador and global changemaker. His responsibilities include empowering one million young people with the tools, skills, and inspiration to find their path to economic freedom and post-secondary success. Whether via art, entrepreneurship, or community service, Saul Paul is committed to hashtag BeTheChange. Welcome, Saul Paul. We are thrilled for you to be joining us today and that you'll be with us in Austin, Texas this summer. I hear you say that you're a musician with a message. What is your message?
1: That is a simple but profound question. If I had to boil it down to one answer, it would be that we're all born on purpose with the purpose and that we can walk in that purpose. But really, it's it's more broad than that. Uh, I have the unique opportunity to entertain, inspire, and empower uh, unique and diverse audiences. And one of my strengths and skill sets is being able to customize my messaging for the audience. And so um, that's what gives me life, like ba- ba- basically being able to pour into others and and give life to others gives me life. So I'm consistently crafting and uh, contextualizing my messaging for the moment, for the audience, so they can be most impactful. And I think that comes from my background as a songwriter. I don't write the same song every time I write a song. I write unique songs. And it's the same when it comes to my message.
0: So you'll be joining us for the 2022 ASCA Annual Conference in Austin, Texas. Yes, we are so excited. And our audience, they're school counselors. So talking about customizing your message to specific groups, what would your message be to school counselors?
1: Well, I I think part of the allure of what I do and the mystique and the intrigue is I don't want to give it away. It'll be special and it'll be for that moment. But I have over a decade, over a decade's worth of experience, really closer to two, serving young people and working alongside counselors. And so my heart beats and just appreciates counselors. So I'm excited to be able to be in the same room with so many counselors that have done so much work and impacted so many lives. And I can say that my goal will be to encourage and my Mission is always to entertain, inspire, and empower. So it'll be entertaining, inspiring, and empowering. And I look forward to just celebrating these these amazing people that are changing lives like daily and have done it for years and decades. I know.
0: So I hear you say that basically you have to come to the conference.
1: Ba- basically, that's that's it summed up. Yeah, like so. I'm providing. Like, I'm a musician with the message and. Even going back to the previous question, part of that is what does that mean? Like, it's not even as much about the message, but maybe the, the presentation. Like myself, I'm a uh, I'm an artist. I'm proud to say uh, Grammy nominated musician, two time Grammy nominated artist and whatnot. But I am a, I'm a keynote speaker, and so whenever I present, the presentations are very unique. It's not a traditional keynote, and it's not a traditional concert. Uh, it's this unique thing that really exist in that moment. That's why it's hard to, to say in advance because those that are present get to play a part in what actually transpires and happens. It'll be special.
0: I hear you. It's more of the experience, which is appropriate because you'll be one of our experienced Ed speakers. So we are extremely excited and we look forward to to this experience for sure. So your latest album is titled Okay To Be Different. What does that title mean to you? I imagine there must be a backstory to that name.
1: There is. um, It's interesting. There is no song on the album titled Okay To Be Different. The collection of songs is just titled Okay To Be Different. But um, I think it was because I had... Arrived at a point in life where I really realized that that was absolutely true. Uh, I found so much success. There's, I have this unique story of how I transitioned from tragedy to triumph, how I overcame so many obstacles. So it doesn't really matter. Like if you say two time Grammy nominated, or three TED Talks, or it was on America's Got Talent, or um, five Super Bowls, or impacted. So many young lives and whatnot. That sounds good, but I don't. I don't even think that's worth anything unless you contrast it to the fact that I grew up in foster care, that I had no no support growing up. I grew up in a very impoverished place, um, and that I had a lot of potential, but made a lot of bad choices and had to deal with the consequences of that. I hit rock bottom before I was able to ascend and make it to the to the mountaintop. So now that I found success. By my on my terms and what others also define as success, uh, I realized that the power came from me appreciating the fact that it's okay to be different, and like that's where it really came from. Because uh, again, my heart is to just entertain, inspire, and empower to help others live their best life, to be the change, to to give what I didn't have when I was young, uh, or even as a as a young adult, uh, as a professional. Uh, but I didn't get bitter about it. I became better, and because of that, I chose to 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 be the change and give back. And again, now that I'm on that other side of success, I realized that it really came because I was able to own my uniqueness. I was able to own that you know, I'm different. Like I don't do it the way that others do it, and that's okay. I don't perceive it the way others perceive it. I don't articulate it the way others articulate it. And I also know that. In the beginning, that wasn't celebrated like I was ostracized. I was made to feel less than it it was awkward. Uh, It was lonely. It wasn't it wasn't okay. I had to persevere through that. And so that's why on my album "Okay To Be Different, which really felt like this mountaintop moment because I released all my albums independently, uh, but I actually signed a record deal. A record label approached me and I released that album in partnership with a, a record label. And it, it, the album went on to do great things and whatnot. And I realized it was because I accepted that it was okay to be different.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's something that our school counselors are trying to instill in their students every day that it's okay to be different. And
1: Oh, no. I, w- I would also love to add that it's great for the students, but it's great for the counselors. Throughout my tenure working with schools, It was all, like, I've always seen, like, the amazing counselors, the counselors who were amazing, but they were trendsetters, they were innovators, they were pioneers, they thought different, they saw a problem, they they were visionaries in all essence, and because of that, they could also relate to what I shared earlier, like, that wasn't necessarily celebrated, there was, it was like, yeah, that's a little bit too left of center, that's a little too far out and whatnot. And so again, that part gets lonely. So I just also want to encourage my professional peers, because it's not just for the kids, but it's it's for the adults as well, that it's okay to be different.
0: Such a great point. So the theme of this year's Experienced Ed general session, where you'll be speaking is change agents in education. So your first album was titled Be the Change. How can one be the change?
1: Well, that's a alley-oop right there. I can slam dunk that one. My take on Be The Change is this. The fact is, we all live on the same planet. The truth is, we each live in our own world. And I encourage people to be the change in the world they live in. And it's really that simple. So it's like, and it's, a, it's a creative and unique way to say uh, uh, personal responsibility and that a person is empowered, like self-empowered to. Oh, I can be the change in my world. That world might be their classroom. That world might be their school. That world might be their grade level. That world might be their neighborhood, their community, their city. They might think a little bigger, their state, their country. And they might think globally, like I do, it could be the world. But your only response, like we each live in our own world. Like what happens in my world doesn't necessarily impact someone else's world. In in reality, like somebody could not care what's happening overseas and and on another continent in a different country right now where there might be a war going on. If they choose not to care, then it doesn't really impact them. Uh, If they choose to care, then they could do something about it. Uh, So we're all empowered. And so that's how a person can can be the change. And I just want people to be the change in the world they live in.
0: I think that also goes back to the last question, okay to be different. I know change is often doing things differently, right? They're really interconnected, I would say.
1: I agree. That's very true. I'm very perceptive. They, they go together. That's why I'm so excited about participating in this year's event because being able to speak to change agents. And once people really realize, also what I often say when I'm talking about like, what, is, like, what does that mean when I explain like how to be the change and the way I explain it, it also removes the responsibility of worrying about what somebody else isn't doing because that can become burdensome, uh, stressful. Oh my gosh, if they did this and if they did that and it very well may be true, but we're not empowered over that. And again, that, that could become stressful, even toxic. And instead it's like, we're all, we all are empowered to be change agents. So that's quite exciting. So yeah, that was my approach. And even when I released my album, be the change, it was very unique because, um, I made that album for young people, little listeners, students, and it was really an album based on SEL, social emotional learning. As I took like uh, social and emotional learning competencies, like leadership, communication skills, and a growth mindset approach. And then I reimagined these things or engineered these things and put them inside of songs and music because they're very important, they're relevant, and that's also how we can be the change and live healthy at the same time.
0: Absolutely. And I am super excited to hear some of that at the conference, hopefully. I hear that you're nominated for a Grammy this year. You've- I know, it's, that is so exciting.
1: Yes. Imagine being a counselor and all you really care about are young people and edifying their lives. And in the process of doing the one thing you care about, you get celebrated and elevated and highlighted and awarded, which is like gravy on top, because really all you care about is impacting young people's lives. Like, that's, that's me, because that's what I care about. I've, I've received numerous awards over my career, but when it comes to music, that is the peak. Like, it's... It's the only award. It's prestigious. It's the only award that is voted upon by our peers in the music industry. And because that was a different thing too. Like, I mean, I don't make music just for the sake of entertainment. I make music to, to edify, like again, to entertain, inspire, and empower. And so that made me different. It wasn't always appreciated in the beginning. It was, oh, yeah, like you're doing it for the kids or, oh, you do it for the family or community. And it was like, no, I mean, people like those people are people too. And I I, make, I just make music, and like this is this unique gift and talent that I have, and I always want Whatever I've done, I've always wanted to do it at the highest level. So, being acknowledged and recognized by the Recording Academy as being elite at what it is that I do, and appreciated by my peers, that's amazing. So that's the, and then that's one part. The other part is. It's the Grammys. I mean, come on. Red carpets, yeah. gowns, tuxedos, fancy stuff. I mean, it's, it's the Grammys. Like, I, I grew up watching this on TV. Golden trophies. And yeah, so uh, that's amazing. So I, I'm just excited. Excited about the nomination. Excited about the journey. And excited about the experience, like, actually being there. And this this year is actually unique. They've always hosted the Grammys in L.A. Twice they've hosted it in New York. But for the first time ever, they're hosting it in Las Vegas, which adds even a whole new level of fanfare um, in history. So, yeah, I'm I'm quite excited.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is so amazing.
1: So I mentioned that, um, I mean, it's going to be an amazing experience for me just as an artist to attend the Grammys and enjoy that experience. Uh, What I've discovered over time uh, as an only child, I think it's part of my personality. It's part of the, the, what was instilled in me by the amazing woman who adopted me and raised me. Uh, my grandmother, Pearlie Collins, uh, she raised me as an only child. So it was only me and her growing up. And so I'm used to creating, creating community. Like I didn't have brothers and sisters. It wasn't natural for me. So I've always created community and I realized, uh, life's better when you share. And so now that I've been, presented this unique opportunity because of the music that I've created and whatnot, uh, and I get to enjoy this experience. I'm like, how could it even be better? And I think about the fact that over the last decade, I've had the opportunity to impact a, mil- like a million-plus students like through live events, not even via online and music and streams and all that good stuff, just through like live concerts, keynotes, and presentations. Uh, And it's via schools, K through 12. And as I've had the opportunity to do that all across the country, uh, in different cities, different states, different counties, uh, at these various schools, it wasn't alone. It was generally through an educator, it was through a counselor, it was through a teacher or a principal, Uh, and then many times counselors. And so I didn't get here alone. So to me, it doesn't make sense to go to the Grammys alone. So I'm excited that. I get to invite a special guest to come with me. And so we've created, I have a team. I'm a solo artist, but I'm no solo act. I even have a team in my company. Everything is Saw Paul. The company is called Saw Paul Productions. I have a foundation. It's called the Saw Paul Foundation. I just happen to be the face and the voice of most of it, but there's a team behind me. So my team and I came up with this opportunity where basically others get to celebrate a counselor. I'm like hey i'm gonna be hanging out with thousands of counselors come this summer how cool would it be if i got to take one of those counselors to vegas with me and provide an all-expense paid trip uh, fly them out and they get to experience this journey with me because i recognize that they are awesome and amazing i've always said i've been saying since i've been doing this i believe counselors teachers educators and moms are the most underappreciated people on the planet. I believe they do the most. They don't do it for the credit, so I guess that's why I gets the slot. But I would, I love to celebrate them whenever I get a chance to, and this is just one more chance to celebrate. And since I'm coming to the conference in July, I'm like, hey, how, how cool would it be to partner with the American School Counselor Association? And like, hey, let's create an opportunity where we can highlight and celebrate one of the many amazing counselors that are part of the association.
0: Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I know our school counselors will love that and whoever the the person is that gets to go, they are so lucky and I know we'll have such a great time. Again, thank you so much for this opportunity. It is super exciting. We will be posting more information about this application in the show notes of the episode today. So if you are interested, please check there and review the details to perhaps accompany Saul Paul uh, to the Grammys this year. So that's amazing in Las Vegas, which is actually where our ASCA annual conference was last year. So oh, was it wasn't. Uh, yes, yeah.
1: uh, they might have to show me around. They're, they'll be yeah. more experienced with the lay of the land than me.
0: Exactly. We are really looking forward to seeing that happen. So thank you for that and for you know acknowledging and recognizing the impact that school counselors have.
1: Oh, by far. Like I say. Yeah, I'm so excited and honored by this to be able to appreciate. And it's interesting. I know counselors so well uh, as we figured out, like how can we create this opportunity and celebrate? Well, there's two different ways. One, a counselor can self-nominate. That is actually encouraged. I hope everyone would do that. But my experience with counselors make me believe like people wouldn't even apply um, because they'd be like, oh, no, not me. That that feels awkward. That's so... About the students and the family and the school and the community, so they can either they can either self-nominate, which I encourage and I hope that they would, or someone else can nominate them. And I, I'd imagine we have a lot of that. So I mean, you like Jen, you you could be like, oh, okay, I know someone, uh, and then you could just like nominate that counselor if they go to the website saulpaul.com/vip. They can find details. Imagine that there's gonna be a counselor like I'm gonna uh, I'm not gonna allow it. I like I want to celebrate a counselor, but I can see someone being like, I know a kid and he really likes music. She really likes music. Maybe they can go. Like I, I see it <laughs> so much but they're just like they're so selfless. Um, yes. Which they're so yeah. amazing. That's why they're so awesome. And that's why we're doing this. So. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go out of our way to, to 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 be a blessing, and I also have to shout out our our partner in this, which is the Make It Movement, which is an amazing program where I'm the global ambassador, and we're talking about post-secondary success and career pathways for for students. So they've come alongside and made this a uh, uh, experience for whoever we get to choose and highlight and bring out.
0: Well, thank you to them too. We are just thrilled to be a part of this really exciting opportunity. So thank you. We talked a little bit about this, but over the last decade, you have impacted more than 1 million youth. What does that work look like, and what impact has it had on your life?
1: That's a great question. I didn't think about things like this unless. I was asked in an interview and I've had the honor to do lots of interviews um, over, the, over the span of my career. And what I realized is that ultimately I'm mirroring what I saw growing up, which is even though my mom died, my dad left, I was in foster care. I mentioned this woman that swooped in like Wonder Woman and adopted me, my grandmother, and she raised me, she did the best she could, but she was old and I was young. She was slow, I was fast, she was soft hearted and I was hard-headed. So she had her hands full. And she raised me with not much. She ultimately raised me in poverty. But it didn't feel like it growing up. It didn't feel like it because I knew I was loved. That was one. Two, it didn't feel like it because even though we didn't have much, people would, we were still the center like of love in our neighborhood. And all these people would come to our house. It would kind of be frustrating to me as a kid, right? Like people would always be coming over and she'd stop everything. And then she'd like make plates of food and give it to them and whatnot. She was always contributing to others. And so now as an adult and as a a professional and with the work that I do, I realized like, oh, wow, I think I'm just mirroring what I saw growing up. Where I realized that if you have something, you have enough to share. And um, so to be able to have impacted over a million young people, one I love it because it's just also my personality. I like whatever I do, I like to do it big. Even when I got in trouble, I got into big trouble, uh, and now I've taken that energy, and that's why counselors are so amazing. There were some counselors that helped me redirect that energy and that focus, and now I've taken that same intentionality, and I just pointed at like, okay, what's like, what's the highest level that I could do whatever it is that I'm doing. And so for me, it's like, I care less about like my Spotify streams and I care more about how I modify dreams of young people and help them to dream in 3D and be the change and know they can make it. So uh, it feels like I'm walking in my purpose when I do that. It gives me life. Um, and uh, I look forward to doing it for decades more. And that's why... I share my story. That's why I share the, share tools and tips, techniques, and resources. I'm telling you, like, hopefully it carries over. Like, I truly appreciate what uh, counselors do.
0: What inspires or motivates you?
1: Purpose. Yeah, I believe when we, um, like, we're all born to do something. Not a one thing, but like like something, and I believe we get life when we do that thing. Life being like that vigor, that energy. It's empir- Like there's empirical data. I think if you look in life and you can see people, there's a guy that just retired from playing football. He played 23 years. He retired, and apparently that only lasted 40 days. And just just the other day he uh, he unretired. <laughs> He's like, nope. Like this is what I'm going to do. I love it. There was a meme. This is a good example. It applies. There was a meme. I was on my Instagram. The the guy I'm talking about, um, counselors like football too, so they'll get distracted and start worrying about football. I mentioned who it is, but it's not a football example. It's just like a person example. And so this athlete, he's such an anomaly. He played in 10 Super Bowls. That's unheard of. And he won seven of them. That's unheard of. Like a athlete would be happy if they played in if they played in a Super Bowl, let alone one one. This guy wins seven. And it's like, what more is there for him to do? And I love it because he retires. Then he unretires and he comes back. And so the the meme, the funny guy, was like he was going on a rant. And he was like, What unfinished business could you have? Like you played in 10 Super Bowls. You won seven. What else is there to do? But when you when it's purpose, it's purpose. It's like I've met so many people that have retired. In education, uh, they always tell me, there's one, Harold Howie, he's a counselor. Uh, every year this 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 gentleman would tell me, like, So Paul, this is my last year. This is my last year. He told me that for like eight years. And then when he finally it was never his last year, because he 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 wouldn't quit because he loved what he was doing. It was purpose. And then when he finally retired, uh, I went and I ended up going to some other school. And I saw him on that campus. And he was like, Well, they needed some help. But I love it because it was like purpose. So what inspires me is purpose for someone else. That's being a mother for someone else. That's, uh, running a business. It's being a coach. It's being a songwriter. And it's, it's interesting. You have to be brave enough to be different. Not only is it okay to be different. Sometimes you have to be brave enough to be different. Uh, because the way that the world is set up, they will put expiration dates on theme. They They put expiration dates on things. Even people, and they're like, oh, you're too old, you can't do this anymore. Or like like your time's up. And that's I don't believe that's really how it works. Like a fish is a fish. It doesn't really have an expiration date. Um, and like a person is a person. If you have a purpose, you have a purpose. Um, so that's what inspires me to to walk in my purpose, to live in my purpose, and then continually um quote creative ways to be impactful and Im- effective. Uh, not just do it for the sake of doing it, but to do it at a high level. And so just like, I got a Grammy this year. I've been doing it. Like, I like to say over 10 years, cause that'll always be true. Like over a decade, but the truth is it's closer to two decades. Uh, yeah. And I'm, my, my last year was my greatest year. Like, cause not only do I want to do it, but like I want to do it well. And I love making that impact. Uh, so inspiring others inspires me that's my purpose. And that's how I'm inspired.
0: Well, thank you so much, Saul Paul, for joining us today. It has been a true pleasure speaking with you. And we are so excited to have you in Austin. And I think that it's only appropriate to close this episode with one of your songs. So let's take a listen to I Am Enough from Saul Paul's album, Be The Change.
2: I don't know what you've been told by That me for me, yeah, like especially for me I am smart and I am creative I think of the box, I'm innovative If I don't know, I investigate it I am a boss, I'm administrative. I'm quick to listen, I practice patience I do it big, I was born for greatness Sometimes I'm scared, but I am courageous Always because I know I can make it I don't know what you've been told, but I am enough, I mean more than enough I don't know why I feel so fly But I should probably have wings Cause I'm just doing my thing I am enough and I am love I'm at the top, I'm up above I shine bright like lightning bugs I stand out, that's just what's up I won't quit, I was born to win When I make mistakes, I try it again Love my family and help all my friends Others can hate, it is what it is Confident and all that that do i brave and positive too. I choose to be kind and also thankful. I give what I give, that's why I'm not thankful. I am gifted and talented. I do a lot, but I balance it. I know when I cannot handle it, that's why I'm not scared of new challenges. I don't know what you've been told, but I am enough. Wait, I mean more than enough. I don't know why I feel so fly. I should probably have wings because I'm just doing my thing. Thank you, thank you very much. I'll see you next time. Okay, we still clapping. We, we still going? Okay. I said you put good, good and then you get good out, then you spread it all around. Cause that's what it's all about. I said you put good in, good, then you get good out, then you spread it all around. It's all
0: about you. thank you all for listening we hope to have you back on our next episode but until then be sure to check out our website schoolcounselor.org for school counselor resources we'd also love to engage with you on all of our social media platforms find us on facebook at the american school counselor association twitter at Askatweets, tweets and instagram at we are aska Thanks and hear from you soon. I'm Jen Walsh, and this has been I Hear You Say, the podcast from the American School Counselor Association.